0: So today we have Sherry Johnson joining us um, from her lovely house in Truckee. We're very jealous of Sherry. Um, we're excited because Sherry's actually one of like our su- first supporters at CS2. She was one of our first clients. Um, and Sherry has a great background um, in all of marketing, leading marketing teams, and most specifically on ABM. She's one of the first people to kind of write thought leadership about ABM as that as it first started to build as a category and now leads the ABM practice at uh, winning by design. Um, so Sherry's uh, led marketing at different companies like Radius and Demandbase, and so she has a awesome background of not only you know working in marketing, but you know really understanding the um, the minds of marketers, especially marketing operations um, from marketing to them. Um, and you know personally, uh, Sherry's also one of the founders of Women in Revenue, um, who I also helped co-found um, with Sherry. And so super excited to finally have you on, Sherry. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. So. Um, Part of the, the past few videos that we've talked about is really how marketing operations can elevate themselves. And we're in a, a unique time right now because we're entering a new phase of marketing where, you know, budgets are being reduced and we are lacking some of those channels to actually target into account. So anything that's face to face, even direct mail has been impacted. And so our, as our budgets decline and our channels are going down you know i think marketers um, across the board are trying to figure out how they can really you know make use of the resources that they have and figure out this new digital landscape of marketing to their prospects and so we thought it'd be great to have you on to talk about how marketing ops can kind of be a partner to the rest of the revenue team and work cross functionally with them to navigate this new time that you know we're all trying to figure out and i think marketing ops you know does have their place there so i think to kick it off um maybe set the stage for what you're seeing at your accounts as they build out this new um abm strategy and how you think marketing ops can um, really be a part of that and why it's important
1: yeah absolutely yep as you mentioned chrissy what we're saying is you know, that the formerly selling into the enterprise a lot of the the pipeline channels that were really effective were really in-person high-touch uh channels such as field events uh the steak dinners and uh, even direct mail that are, are tricky if not impossible to do right now and so field marketing teams um, as well as just program teams are, are looking at digital touch points more than they ever were to really understand how um, teams are buying who's in market and uh, that collaboration being much more important than ever um, what to, the the other side of it too is that the buyers are are showing more digital footprint because we're all at home more, mm-hmm. where the executive teams are not traveling. Um, and therefore, where you may not have gotten seen a lot of digital engagement from a C level uh, account bef- uh, person at an account before you are seeing it nowadays, and more more webinars are being attended, more um, content is being engaged digitally, and and there's a lot more to work with. So um, you know what I'm seeing is is really smart account-based marketers are taking advantage of or shifting and being agile to where they might have looked at touch points of of who was at their events to to help understand um you know who is in market today they're really looking and, and partnering with their ops team to uncover uh who is in market from from a digital perspective who's engaging with content that's high value who is attending their um a- attending their online events and and pulling that data as a way to to help them understand and move qu- quality pipeline for their go-to-market team
2: yeah and when, when, when we were talking about this you know before we got on seemed like there was kind of three key areas that we wanted to really dive into around how marketing operations can partner with and support the revenue team that maybe, you know, maybe there is that connection now in certain areas, but there definitely is a lot of value and a a big step forward. Like if you could really like hone in that working cross-functionally with the teams in these three key areas. So should we dive into the first one now?
1: Sure, sure. Yeah, you know, we, we talked about a bit about um, you know, one, the the opportunity to to draw for, for that collaboration between the go-to-market team and operations team uh to uncover insights. And you know, frankly, I think this would this is helpful either pre or post COVID, but uh definitely definitely more and more post-COVID where uh it's almost all digital and 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 seems, you know, for the For the foreseeable future we are going to have a much more uh, digital world so this isn't just even a a short term investment but uh, a longer term investment even as we recover but um you know being able to partner you know as simple as you know right now i think cold prospecting for instance is under under a lot of heavy heavy difficulty right it's Mm -hmm. uh, difficult to be cold prospecting into your target accounts um, because there's just a lot of uncertainty over you know, those accounts could have been a good fit six months ago. Um, but, but nowadays it, it's really very granular to understand what each particular account is going through. And so more and more people are looking for not only are those, those accounts a good fit for my, pro- my product or solution, but are they in market? So we're being Mm -hmm. sensitive to the cold prospecting that is going on right now. So for those that are on a cold prospecting team, being able to partner with operations team and looking for account signals that showcase that even if they're not MQLing, but that these these accounts may be in market can go a long way to helping your your poor prospecting team um, find success in in helping um, build quality pipeline into to target accounts where where it's where it's frankly more challenging than ever to 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 do that
2: that's so true and that's a really good point around every account's going through something very unique yeah. um, with the pandemic there's obviously some big winners like kind of in quotations like zoom right if you're if you're working from zoom right now you're probably super busy and they're probably having to invest in, in new technologies to help support that but maybe you know, if you're working for a technology company that supports just airlines or something, mm-hmm. then maybe you're you're struggling. And there's going to be so many nuances throughout the whole spectrum, even within industries, right? And then there's the the challenge of everyone working from home. So like, could is the business you're trying to sell to able to support that? And are the people able to take those calls, right? So then, so then it's super. Yeah, it's a really really good point. And so, can do you have any? Um, you know, good examples of kind of what are some of the signals that you're able to pick up on now in the, in this new world and and some of the the, the most value high value uh, signals that you can see
1: yeah absolutely uh, so we've been we've been partnering with customers to to really help figure out you know my, my favorite thing is sitting down with with a, a sales rep and, and saying you know what kind of signals would you like to see or what have you experienced being a signal that produces a high quality prospect in, in, um, in, in your world. And even that conversation, I don't think happens a lot in my experience between ops and, and the sales team. It sometimes gets, maybe it happens through an account based marketing programs manager or whatnot, but the mm-hmm. ops team has so much granular knowledge around specific signals that they can uncover, how they could operationalize it, um, and, and and bring bring more quality prospects to the team. So what we see is you know first having that conversation into what insights would be really meaningful to your SER or AEs. Um, and in our case, one of them we designed um, with with a partner of ours is, is you know, companies that are visiting your G2 crowd pages. These tend to be uh, prospects that are a bit farther down the funnel and nowadays you do not want to be missing out on prospects or account targets who are in market for your solution and so by monitoring those G2 crowd signals and and making sure that you are not um you know you are not left out from an RFP or a uh, a buying cycle of of someone who's in the market is so crucial. We can't afford to be to be losing um, insights to our, our competitors and not having that competitive advantage. So what we've done is operationalize those G two crowd sig- signals and and um, and re- you know orchestrated workflows to make sure that target accounts that are in- showing those insights are then up leveled to the appropriate AE, and there's an engagement um, an engagement play to help engage those prospects once they do get there. And I say all that because um, all of those pieces are so important. Um, some of my customers have gone as far as, hey, we're gonna send all the AE's insight signals to Slack, which is a great first step. But what I hear happening on the business side is, AEs are just overwhelmed with then, what do I do with this? How do I operationalize it? How do I get the contact to make sure that even if this is an account signal and I'm prospecting into Dell, that's a pretty overwhelming lift for an AE to then go figure out who's my target persona at Dell where how, how am I going to engage with them? So, But the operations team has the opportunity to help do the heavy lifting uh, in that prospect if they if they um to enrich that account to do those workflows on the back end to deliver more quality pipeline uh using those g2 crowd signals as the source but does really create um really require that back-end workflow work to make it useful for the ae and then the last point i'll make is that the, the the reason those workflows are also important is just timeliness Uh, sometimes there's operations teams or programs teams that try to do all that a bit manually um, Mm -hmm. and may not seem like super heavy lift but what happens is just gets it's two you know weeks go by before that signal makes it back to that AE and by that time they may have already gone down the path of of, of looking at your competitors uh, more deeply so making sure that that those pieces can be timely and that you are in market when when your customers, I want to say, are, are shopping and when they're you're, you're really top of mind for them.
0: Totally. I, I think we see this a lot, too, um, just even from our own clients. They I think they think they're even if they are involved in getting those insights, I think that they think are, my my only step is to figure out, OK, I got you those insights. Now I'm going to send <laughs> them to the sales team. But then job done. Yeah, kind of like wash their hands of it. And then um, to your point, they're they're actually not talking to the sales team either. And so I think when you kind of marry the salesperson trying to figure out, you know, what insights they're looking for um, that matter to them, then work with like anyone on the ABM, like kind of marketer side or digital marketer or field marketer who's working closely with that salesperson to then figure out, okay what's going to be our plan? you know, once we have this insight, what are gonna be the next steps? How do I work with you and them and make sure that it's just seamless for targeting that account afterward? And I think that's what differentiates um, and separates, um, you know, a good to really great ops person. They're thinking forward, they're thinking, how do I make this the best um, process? And I think for a marketing ops person, it it's it's something that should be embraced this is like a creative side of marketing ops right like you don't often get to kind of you know get involved in something like creating some a uh, campaign idea but really this is, this is what you're doing you know okay we're gonna have a cadence we're gonna enrich this account from here we're gonna put them through this flow they're gonna be included in nurture you know there's a lot of kind of creative aspects that you can put into um creating that flow and so i think it it's an exciting opportunity for operations people to really embrace it and it can seem like a lot of work but if that's the focus right now like you said this is a new time for marketers we have like less resources but our one focus is always to drive quality pipeline like you said and so there are some things you can kind of put to the side to just make sure that this process is working yeah Yeah.
1: absolutely i think building that trust and credibility with your, your, you know, AEs and your go-to-market team in general is so key. So, you know, in that G2 crowd example, I think it's, you know, the operations person that's going to have that creative juices that you mentioned of, Hey, let's, I've, I've heard to your point, we, you know, we've had a lot of folks go to that first step of getting the insights to the AE, but the frustration is, you know, let's say in some cases, the signals were all in prospect accounts. So, of course, the AE is like, yeah, of course, they're going to the website. I'm talking to them daily. You know, I'm already in public. So really understanding those workflows on the back end that that, you know, do seem like a little bit of, you know, magic and and don't don't uh, necessarily get the attention that they deserve. But making sure that the right signals are coming to the AE, the accounts that are target accounts, not in prospect, not current customer signals. Uh, and then in our case, what we did was, was have these, um, these signals, once those workflows were in place, show that, showcase to the particular AE in a, in a Slack bot. And then they were able to either add um, the, the account with, make sure that they could find the contacts of the target personas and add them to the account record, add them to a um, account-based advertising campaign, or execute an outreach sequence so that and, and add them to a specific custom outreach sequence right from the Slack channel. So, therefore, they can actually take action on them, and it's been kind of packaged up in a way where the contents there, the signals there, they and, and the operations person has has um, weeded through the noise. So they know they've built that trust and credibility. When the AE gets that signal, they know it's something useful for them to to act on.
2: Yeah, I think one of the really important things to take away from what you're saying here. That i think a lot of people in marketing operations kind of fall into the trap of not doing or they or they just don't have the time to is really thinking about the whole thing holistically because a lot of times we talk about abm and it's like okay well i'll get contacts okay there's that there's, there's, there's yes there's that piece or it's like i'm just gonna go you know maybe i'll go find some a signal but you haven't thought about the whole package right so you haven't gone to interview the salesperson to figure out what signals they want You haven't then figured out how to operationalize that and do all the work like you just mentioned to, you know, really make sure those signals are are useful. Like if you're saying that someone who's already an opportunity is in market, you know, and and you're sending them that information, that's not useful. So you need to make sure you're not just sending them data, you're sending them the right data and it's useful. Mm -hmm. And then what's the action for them, right? They get they know there's a signal but making it easy for them to find those contacts, have that you know, outreach cadence and be able to you know, communicate the right points. It's really, that's the whole package. You know? It's not just one small thing. So that's why as a marketing operations person, you have to really you know, take a step back and then you know, fig- look at that from a, from a kind of a higher level to be able to figure out exactly how to operationalize that as opposed to just like trying to piece things off in just like small little nuggets without really having a big strategy behind it. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of our, you know, our talk track is right now. It's like thinking strategically, right? That yeah, you can be like a, a, mar- a marketing automation platform admin in marketing operations, and that's great. And yes, yes you might be able to like integrate a tool to be able to get that signal, but until you really think strategically about how this whole thing is gonna work holistically, it's not gonna really get the impact that you're looking for
0: yeah and i think that the buy-in like you talked about with the sales people i think having that plan for them like builds their confidence and it that is almost as just as important as the insights and self and intent data like i was having a conversation with my clients and he rolled out a plan and it was like this and there was intent behind it but he made a joke like, "I bet you I could tell them that they these accounts had intent, and I still would have better results than if I just did a cold, like you said, a cold prospecting where I said these accounts are a good fit, um, you know, go after them." But just the salesperson having the confidence, knowing that there is intent there, that they, you know, any outreach that they're doing is going to be effective, that there was a plan after that. Um, Makes it so that their um, ability to just do that prospecting is better for them. I think um, also if your teams are a bit junior, like just knowing that there's some type of warm, like signal or opportunity that they could latch on to gives them the confidence to put their time there. Um, And it could even change how they interact with the prospect. and not saying that people should go and say like, your accounts have intent when they don't have any, <laughs> um, but it's just thinking, you know, psychologically, like when you have a plan and there are insights behind it, your sales team is just gonna be um, way more effective and confident and seeing that to fruition. Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know, and at all you know,
0: Add to that, in in that to your
1: point around the intent signals, um, I found it really helpful to just also make it really transparent for the AE. I think intent signals can be this very broad-based, you know, um, bucket that that has a lot of different meanings. So, so really getting really specific, what do you mean by intent signals? So I gave a very specific example for G two Crowd, but there's obviously a lot of uh, more broader based intent signals, where we but we can help the AEB really specific. Like this particular account has a high velocity of searches on data storage right now, uh, more more than ever. And giving you know, that, that's helpful for them to provide context to how they might reach out to or what cadence they would even put the prospect into, versus just giving a broad based these these. You know, accounts are showing intent signals, and I've seen that that again. Back to that conversation of the ops person and and the the go to market team, just making sure that there there is that connectivity back around what these prospects are doing, and, and a feedback loop. Frankly, you know, there's definitely been cases where certain intent signals just are not producing quality leads for whatever reason. Maybe they're mm-hmm searching for something an, ancillary to to what is in market. Um, so, so giving that feedback loop and, and making sure you're bubbling up the signals that are are producing that quality pipeline.
2: So if, if I'm a marketing operations person, and I'm listening to this, and there's a, you know, ABM project brewing, how do you what how, how would you say they should kind of insert themselves into that conversation if maybe they haven't been included and they know maybe there's maybe a manager or, you know, maybe sales is leading, you know, their their account based strategy? You know, is, is there any advice that you would give to a marketing operations person that that knows that they should they should be part of it be part of that conversation?
1: yeah absolutely um you know i think i love Chris, chrissy's example of is this an opportunity to be creative and, and you know we've kind of outlined the account triggers abm steps in four phases and and to your point charlie my advice is to really think through it end to end so first of all there's the the trigger so what is the signal that we're going to start with and not trying to boil the ocean but like let's pick one signal of a high quality um, lead and and you know I'll use the g2 crowd example you can use uh, website engagement, LinkedIn content engagement, etc. Um, secondarily enrichment. Okay, let's make sure once we have those signals that we give the go-to-market team the proper information, whether it be persona data, industry data, so that the AE can be effective. And then the operationalizing it, which is the workflows, what workflows need to happen in the back end to make sure that this signal is quality and that you're you're weeding out any um signals that that would not be appropriate for the AE and and adding the the enrichment information to the account record and then lastly is the engagement so once we deliver this beautiful intense signal account signal up to onto the platter what tools are we going to give the go-to-market team to help engage with this? Are we gonna build out a four-step sequence in outreach? Are we going to at least build a advertising campaign they can add them to? So making sure that we think through those four steps, um, I I can't imagine any uh, go-to-market team not being excited about um, having that conversation with an operations person who who kind of helped them put all those pieces together.
2: And and so what about if, If they're struggling with the sales part, because I've definitely said sometimes, you know, ABM or like you, you do provide these intense signals and you kind of touched on it. It the cell, if, if it's not the right signal, salespeople lose trust with it, they lose confidence. They once they get a few leads that marketing has told them are good. Or if your accounts and marketing told them are good and they haven't been good, sales sometimes then doesn't trust any of the future ones. So what haven't what would your your advice be to someone who's who's kind of maybe tried to get down the path, they've maybe lost a bit of trust and they're trying to kind of bring it bring it back? Like is it is it just more of a communication plan then? Is it kind of revisiting and, and analysing everything that you've done and kind of relaunching? But like do you have any good advice there?
1: Yeah, yeah, good question. Um, Definitely seen that happen. We've all experimented and and lost Mm -hmm. trust. And I think it does create some uh, opportunity to really need to build it back. So I think the first advice would be to just be really transparent around, hey, this is what we tried. Here's why it didn't work. Here's how we're going to revise the plan to um to to make it more effective in round 2 and then secondarily i think it just help, happens a lot where aes are pulled in a lot of different directions sdrs are pulled in a lot of different directions so sometimes it requires doing you know what i call a bit of a pilot take take mm-hmm. an ae who you know understands this stuff is really into data and 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 use them as a showcase to show hey we ran this for a week they have three opportunities that they're in conversation with now on target accounts for sea level and that will that will get everyone else you know on board um and in some advice um megan Hewer gave on the last call which i thought was great too if, if you don't have that rockstar ae in mind as an operations person try to start with a newbie and newbies mm. are have a blank slate they have no pipeline they're they're going to be you know really excited if anyone's sort of helping provide some signals for their territory uh, and that can be a great way of, of showcasing how you're uh, getting a new ae started in the right direction
2: i love that yeah, yeah. the pilot i th- I feel like we we talked about that we talked on, about it on our last yeah inter-
0: on our last interview um and i think as this as a skill i think for marketing ops we we don't find champions enough for our projects. We kind of just roll them out. We expect everyone to adopt them and we kind of leave. And instead, I think what's super important is to find those key champions that can, you can then prove your results. Cause for some of these projects, you're going to have to market them, you know, to the, uh, to the sales team, to the whole organization, and so having hearing that straight as like a third party validation from the salesperson to say this has been effective for me is going to make it much more um, useful, or the adoption from the rest of the team will, you know, definitely go up as they see like, wow, you know, Bobby's kicking ass with this. Oh my <laughs> god, I, I need that. You know, I, I want to get, I want to see those insights, and so. Um, yeah, I think a newbie is like another example where they don't maybe have those um, practices that they already do or things that they fall back on. It's like fresh. And so getting them to adopt a new process is going to be easier, maybe less friction there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, i think one thing i, I would advise i would have for operations folks is, is lots of times by nature operations people are a little shy um but raise your hand when you have that story and you have that pilot to share most most teams have some sort of go-to-market alignment meeting that that goes on regularly say hey you need five ten minutes on that agenda to to showcase what you're doing and how it provided success and I, I'm sure most teams would be happy to to put that on board, but but definitely need to to make that proactive outreach to to be sharing your stories and and uh, driving that change management. Okay.
2: Definitely, yeah. I mean, that's that's such an important point. Marketing operations definitely likes to work behind the scenes a lot of times, and getting out there like you talked about before interviewing the reps being you know in their face trying to understand what their challenges are trying to solve them for them and then if you do solve them communicating that and and making your marketing your marketing you know we believe the marketing operations you know we're doing all the work so everyone else can work right and if they if if they do have you know a, a gain in their work or we are providing value then we need to showcase that and make sure that people know about that. Um, And that would just help us get other projects through a lot easier and a lot better.
0: Yeah. And I think right now more than ever, and we can probably end on this point, but I think what we're hearing right now too, is you're talking about the whole revenue team and how we're all working toward this common goal. And the focus on this call was how we can work cross-functionally and really support the revenue team. And in this new way, you know, these, um, this ABM strategy, that's really not just about fit, but also, you know, um, the, if they're in market, um, and capitalizing on that, I think you're, you're all working that towards that common goal. And before marketing operation, I'm going to be in my swim lane, you know, but like, no, we're, this is, we're all in the deep end now, right? Like we're all just trying to figure out this new place that we're in. And so you can go and talk to the sales team directly. You can help, um, provide a strategy, there's the opportunity for that. And I think people are looking for that. Um, and that's what's really going to drive change, especially for our um, listeners who are at startups, like so much opportunity there with lack of resources or maybe people on the team who are no longer there. You all going outside of your normal um, things that you do um, is really going to push your career, but also push the the company and and really support um, that that goal of building the pipeline and closing revenues so uh
1: this is is a great topic i think more than ever the operations folks hold the keys to the kingdom of this digital engagement and that's so more important than ever so if you if you want to elevate your career this is uh this is the opportunity this is a great opportunity to to dive in
2: right and you can't get you know closer to to revenue and what really matters to a business than when you're working with sales right so if you're marketing operations you know dealing working through these triggered account plays, working with the sales team that's your that's the quickest way that you can provide impact to revenue and and i think every team needs to demonstrate how they're impacting revenue and marketing operations isn't immune to that right we have to demonstrate how we're impacting that so so do you have any final thoughts now before we before we uh close this one down
1: no other than uh, just you know I, I, give give it a try and make sure you're uh, diving into this opportunity right now i think this is a a big sea shift for for uh, folks in marketing operations so excited to see what it looks like six months from now.
0: <laughs> yeah awesome well thanks so much for joining us today and for, for those of you marketing ops who want to learn a little bit more about what Sherry and her team are doing with abm checkout winning by design and they have some great resources there. And you can also check out some of the um, details they have around the triggered plays and how you can roll that out to your team. So thank you so much, Sherry, for joining us. And we'll see all of you on the next episode of Forward Thinking.
2: This is Charlie. So if you liked what you heard, hit like on the platform where you watch this. Also leave a review. Honestly, we'd really, really appreciate it. You can also subscribe where you listen to your podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or even YouTube. And make sure you subscribe to our newsletter, which is packed full of exclusive content, updates for events or courses that we might be doing, all designed to elevate your marketing operations and B2B strategy. See you next time on Forward and Forward It Up.